0: morning, good morning. Welcome to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today with DJ Barker.
1: Hello, hello. How are you? Good morning.
0: DJ is a managing associate in our financial planning division we call planning and implementation. It's not just planning.
1: No, no. Don't forget the
0: I. That's right. We implement as well. That's right. You, you, You can't. I mean, you can plan all you want as long as you do something about you it. You gotta that's do something. What matters, that's right? the thing. Yeah. That's right. right. And uh, Michael Griffin, who's got a CFP, right? CFP. That's great. uh He also is a financial planner in our financial planning division, P and I. Um, that's not really the the role they call it. You guys got all kind of names for folks in that division, and I'll be honest with you, I can't quite follow them along. You'd be an associate, right?
1: That is correct, Roy. Yeah,
0: an associate. So, so maybe i follow him better than I thought.
1: That's right. See, yeah. Troy knows. It's going to be a great show. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, as soon as I wake up, we'll be
1: That's right. just great. Troy's going to step out. We're going to take over from here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Go for it. Uh, all right, so uh, what a difference a few days makes. The That's S&P crazy. 500 is, uh, is on the rebound. The last five days, 6% on the S&P 500. Uh, industrials. Information, technology, energy, all big winners. Uh, industrials up 8.06%. Infotech 784 Down toward the bottom, we got consumer staples, utilities, financials, uh, all still positive. That's uh, great. Consumer staples up 2.4%.
1: Um, Starting to look a little scary there for a minute. We had some clients yeah, call, say, hey, what's going on? But
0: yeah, I like they it. Haven't, it hasn't been terrible, though. Not
1: bad. Yeah. Not anymore.
0: Well, uh, the thing is, from uh, September 20th, through uh December 24th day before Christmas we had a pretty significant downturn yeah uh market lost um what 19.95% didn't quite make almost. it to bear
1: territory almost we there we
0: flirted uh but you know through uh through the end of the year we had uh, we had a rally a little yeah. bit after uh after Christmas, the 26th, we had uh, like a 5% up day. Mm-hmm. Uh, since that point, you know, from 9:20 through the end of the year, I think the official count was uh, we'd lost 13.99%, something like that. Uh, if you look at it at the moment, um, we've uh, we're still down from that high, obviously, but uh, uh, just slightly less than 10%. So we've had a rally from yeah. the bottom. Um, up almost 10%. So uh, anyway, you you uh, can't do the math in an additive function. You you uh, realize that when you lose 13% of a big number, it takes more than 13% of that smaller number to get back to where we
1: Absolutely. were.
0: Absolutely. So um, anyway, we've uh, we've seen some volatility. Second time in uh, really last 12 months we had uh, volatility back in February of 2018 when uh when the market lost uh, i think it was a little better than 10%. Yeah,
1: January was looking up. January 2018 yeah, was yeah. on fire we and gained, then we hit February.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> gained 7.1% in the first 26 days of 2018.
1: Basically a year's worth of growth on average then uh, yeah. in, in yeah. the first month and then it, it fell south from
0: there. Yeah. Well, uh you know, it's that's the reason that we say any money that you don't need should be in that volatile financial market, yeah. equities. Right? Yeah. Uh, we all know that uh, you look over long periods of time, and, and equities actually are the way to build wealth. Absolutely. Uh, tend to outgrow inflation by a significant amount, and then uh, when you've identified you need it in a short period of time, up to 10 years, in our opinion, um, you put it on the sidelines, right. away from that, away from that uh, volatile equities market. Put it in fixed income, our 10-year rule. Um, So uh, like I say, lately we've seen a rally on the industrials. If you look at the the uh, 12-year, 12-month, number 12-year, back to January of 2018, um, S&P 500 is still down 3.77%. Like I say, most of which we lost toward the end of the year. Uh, utilities, the big winner, eight point nine four percent. Real estate, four point six, and uh, healthcare, three point six seven. So it's um, interesting
1: on here. You got Infotech down just negative one point seven. They had a great, great year though.
0: Yeah, yeah, two thousand eighteen yeah. for a long time. It was. Uh, then you started seeing things come unraveled. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, How some quickly of their it changes. Yeah, some of their valuations um, based on the fact that uh, growth was going to go on forever. This is the way we get as human beings. A bit overly emotional, and we start running prices of certain things up, and uh, next thing you know, reality comes calling, and, yeah. uh, and and we see some downturns. But you're right, uh, information technology kind of in the middle of the pack, still beat the market, which, like I say, was down 3.77. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infotech down 1.78. So, um, you know, it's kind of... Kind of strange the way it works. Uh, some of this has been, you know, the big talk in the market has been uh, the trade war with China. Right. I still believe that's relatively – it's going to be, in, in uh, retrospect, a relatively short-lived thing. I still don't believe it's going to continue for a long time. There are those that are saying the uh, economic summit in Davos, which we have every year, uh, is probably a good backdrop for um, the U.S. and China to come out and say, you know, this was uh, – this was all well and good. We've come to agreements, and uh, the tariffs are, are going to be adjusted, and yeah. most go away. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll just see what happens there. Definitely think it's going to happen, Troy. I mean, I, I don't think it, it – it has to. It, it, it just yeah. has to. It has to
1: go away, and I think they're they are just seeing who's going to back down first. And
0: yeah. Well, if you think about what's going on, China's, China's economic uh, growth is slowing. Um, obviously, you know, I've been talking about it for a long time. When things are at their best is usually when I'm at my scaredest, if that's a word. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, honestly, there's, it's, it's kind of one of those things like playing king of the hill. When you're at the top of the hill, where do you go from there? Uh, our economy has been hitting on all cylinders. I mean, we even saw uh, recently our employment situation, which really has led um, most of the positive economic news, 312,000 jobs added in December. That's correct. Pretty okay. awesome.
1: Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. we were
0: expecting 184,000 killed. Actually. Yeah,
1: crushed expectations.
0: Yeah, so uh, you know, in order to keep up with population growth, we have to create about 127,000 jobs. I think is kind of the consensus number. Um, you can see we blew that out of the water in yeah. December. So, um, no reason for the consumer to have uh, bad feelings. We we've seen uh, personal income grow. Uh, over three percent recently, while inflation's growing at about two, I think we had two point two in november uh one point nine I think it was in our december reading so um when the consumer when the you know average laborer is making uh bigger strides than inflation uh we've seen uh consumer sentiment actually pretty positive uh They seem to be more positive about their current situation than they are about their future. So, um, you know, definitely not a bad thing. Uh, Manufacturing slowing down just a smidge. Um, We had uh, uh, November numbers at 60.7 out of, you know, anything above 50 is considered expansionary. Uh, Fell to 57.6 in December. So we have seen a little slowing in manufacturing. We look at that pretty closely because it does uh, correlate pretty well with uh, GDP growth, economic growth in our domestic economy. Uh, mortgage applications after the end of the year, which, you know, December is a terrible, terrible period usually for mm-hmm. uh, new home buying and uh, refinancing and that sort of thing. But we did see a, a significant uptick.
1: Um, yeah, rates after, fell just a just a bit on those, right?
0: Yeah, Um you talk about rates. To be honest with you, that's the scariest part of everything right now going on with me. Uh, if you ask me, we got the treasury um, one year is uh, got a, a higher yield than the two year. It's got a higher yield than the three year, the four hmm. year, and the five year. We've got inversion oh in, like in the middle of the of the yield curve. Um, when you go to the one year, two point uh, six eight percent. Uh, let's back up. 2.58%. 2. Um, the two-year 2.56. It's slight inversion. 2.546 on the three-year, 2.561 on the five-year. Um, anytime we start seeing that inversion, where the short maturities uh, are yeah. yielding more than the longer term, uh, we start worrying about
2: signs of, uh, yeah. signs of
0: inflation, signs of recession. Actually, so um, usually we wait for the ten and the two-year. Uh, when the two-year is higher, is yielding uh, a higher amount than the 10-year, then uh, we really get worried. But there is uh, – Starting
1: to see a little – Yeah.
0: If I look at this yield curve and take it back to June of 2006, the shape is almost identical. Wow. Uh, the difference yeah. is there was 2.4% more almost across the board uh, in that yield curve back in '06 than we have today. So yields are much lower and we're seeing inversion.
1: Troy, hmm. okay. so, do you think that inversion is going to continue? Do you think that the 2 is going to get higher than the 10?
0: Well, I'll be honest with you. I think most of it uh, has to do with the management by the Fed of interest mm-hmm. rates. And uh, the Fed raises interest rates generally to, uh, to keep inflation in check and to make sure that we've got kind of a balance between inflation being relatively low and us having uh, reasonable economic growth, right?
1: Right. And they've I'm, already and they've already talked a little bit about, you know, not raising them quite as much next year, correct?
0: Right. And uh that was a debate. I mean Donald Trump came out and was tweeting and sending all kind of messages early in December saying that uh, Jerome Powell, our Fed chairman, should not raise interest rates in yeah. December, but he did it anyway.
1: We talked about that on the show. We were a little oh, concerned we did. with
0: We did. Uh, to be honest, we, have, we had inflation come in December 1.9%. The Fed's targets 2%. Uh, even the PCE deflator that they use uh, came in and showed us that we had 1.8% in inflation. So inflation wasn't major, and employment was absolutely awesome. We did have a tick up in employment. Uh, in December, from three point seven percent to three point nine percent but that was based on the fact that we had an expansion in the labor participation rate. More people are actually in the job market so uh doesn't look to me like there's any sort of an issue with uh, uh with employment so it, it you know it could give you some cover uh, uh, uh reason i guess to raise interest rates and nothing really changed from that i don't believe. Um, But it just seemed kind of pointless. It didn't seem like there was any reason to raise interest rates, and yet we got one anyway. Uh, The options market was telling us 70% probability that we would get an interest rate increase. So um, that's kind of the way that I went into December saying, yeah, we're going to get one, but we don't necessarily need it. Um, And now after that raise, we got this weird shape in our yield curve where one-year treasuries are yielding more than the two, three, four, and five years, right? So um, that's the kind of thing that actually does it. Uh, mm-hmm. You get, uh, you get, I guess, arguably mismanagement um, from the Fed. Uh, the Fed has given us uh, kind of uh, some guidance that they might have, too, this year. But if you look at the options market, it's telling us, we don't see any probability, a very low probability of any rate increases in 2019, which wow. I'd be okay with.
1: Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Yeah,
0: yeah but uh, anyway, like I say, um, economic conditions all seem to be favorable at the moment. It's just a matter of how do we expand them from here, and uh, and that's that's truly and you know recoveries from recession don't last forever. Right. I guess theoretically they could, but it's it's unlikely. So. Um, we'll continue to watch all that uh, and see kind of what the Fed does. I wouldn't expect a March rate increase though. Okay. Know, given given what we've been hearing. Thank you, Troy. You're welcome. We can uh, stop here. We'll pay a bill or two when we come back. Let's talk about that inversion in the yield curve and a dog of the week. You're listening to Money talk, Stick around.